Hey guys, Pastor Jurgen here. I'm so glad you're tuning into one of our powerful messages that is guaranteed to absolutely elevate your life to another level. At Awaken, we only want to preach fresh, real, powerful to help you grow stronger in your walk with God, develop your faith so you can take more territory. I'm praying that God blesses you and enriches your soul as you listen to this amazing word from God. God bless you. Tonight is going to be a very interactive service, okay? I really felt to speak um, on some of the things, some of the blessings that come from the Holy Spirit. And so we're gonna have a fun time tonight. And I was away on vacation, I was in Hawaii, and I'm gonna share a few little stories, little tidbits from the time that I had there. And I just came back so refreshed and so excited, and I'm just gonna share a few thoughts with you uh, tonight. So the title of my message tonight is called Favor Ain't Fair. Can everybody say that together? Favor Ain't Fair. Favor ain't fair. I realize that favor ain't fair because favor or blessing is a choice. We choose whether we live under what Pastor Marco just talked about, blessings, or we live under curses. And we have a responsibility. We have a choice in that. Having a choice is empowering. Life doesn't just have to happen to us. How many of us already happen to life? Come on. So um, I'm gonna share a little bit about this. You know, it's kind of become this thing kind of known about my life, especially in our church. And I'm gonna talk to you like a church family tonight. Is that okay? And it's kind of become known like, oh, favor, like Stacy favor. Oh, well, that's like Stacy favor. And people kind of talk about all these like blessings that I just seemingly walk into and oh, and this is given to you and this is how this house comes about and all of these things. And I started to realize like, I wanna share what is happening behind the scenes and what is at work behind the scenes that would produce blessings and favor in my life and blessings and favor in your life. Okay, so I'm gonna really share today the secret sauce, the X factor of what that can look like in all of our lives. Because we have access to both blessings and curses. And here's the thing, before we get into the blessings, I'm gonna spend just a really short amount of time and we're gonna go there with curses and curses operating in our life because we have to break those things off and come out of agreement with the things that are untrue that God has not said about us or told us. So we have to disengage, we have to come out of agreement with those things to position, to engage ourselves with blessing. So we're gonna go there real quick. Most of this message is gonna be on blessing, but we're just gonna go there real quick, okay? You ready with me? Okay, point number one, come out of agreement with curses. I like to make things real simple and plain. That's how I receive. So come out of agreement with curses. A curse by definition is, and this is from Pastor Mike Connell, to curse someone is to speak words against them that releases hostile and destructive spirits against them. So curses or name calling or believing something about us that's been said, why is it, why is it so hurtful? 
Why does it seemingly destroy people's lives or you can't seem to get ahead or you feel like there is cyclical, you know, this cycle of something's against me and every time I try to get forward and every time I think, oh, I'm just gonna, I'm just getting there and then all of a sudden something kind of swoops out of nowhere and, and we're back in, my life seemingly is destroyed or, or those th- these awful things happen to me all the time. Why? Because curses have spirits attached to them. A word has a spirit attached to it. And it's, it, it's either a blessing or a curse. The Bible says in Proverbs 18, 21, death and life are in the power of the tongue. And those who love it and indulge in it will eat its fruit and bear its consequences of their words. Bear the consequences of those words. Words, the Bible is saying, carry power. There is a spirit attached. And if there is an evil word spoken against us that we receive, now we have a cycle at work in our lives against us because there is a demonic spirit that is now operating in our life. So we are walking around in life. We've received an evil word into our life, and that thing is operating. Then all of a sudden, you start to hear stories like, I don't know what happened. I got into like 10 different accidents. I'm like, 10 accidents? Like that, that doesn't make sense. Why doesn't it make sense? Because there's a wicked spirit at work. Curses destroy what we are trying to be and build. Curses cause cycles of failure and defeat. You start getting ahead and then you feel pulled back. And here's the thing about curses. Curses operate in a person's life until they're broken. Curses operate in a person's life until they are broken. Name calling. If someone says something nasty to you and you receive it, then that curse is operating in you. If that happens, we have to break agreement. We are empowered by the spirit of the living God to break agreement with wicked spirits and names and curses and and all of those things. We don't have to live that way. You think about things like habitual debt, accidents. You feel like your life is sabotaged. Everybody ever see that show? And I'm not condoning the show, but um, it was like uh, Big Brother. And in the Big Brother house, they had the saboteur. (laughs) If you didn't see, it was just like a bunch of people living together. Don't watch it. It's not awesome. But anyways... And, um, and, but they would send in this saboteur. So just when things seemingly they're getting along, everything's going well, they would send in a roadblock. And they didn't know where it came from, but it was a person that was operating in the room with the intent to sabotage the good environment. How many of us feel like that in life? We've got a saboteur every time we're trying to get ahead. That is a demonic spirit at work in our lives. My own life, I remember as a kid growing up. Do you know that as a kid growing up, and I don't honestly know where this word comes from. A lot of times, you know, words can be spoken by parents they they don't mean to and they say something or a teacher or somebody would come in contact with. I go far back and I can't even remember where the word came from. I know it didn't come from my parents. I know it didn't come from teachers. But somehow along the way, I thought that I was not smart. I thought I was stupid. I thought I was not smart. And I remember telling myself as a kid, you have to work harder than other people. School comes natural to other people. Education comes natural to other people, but not you. You have to work harder. Now, I don't know where I picked that up, but it was a lie on my life. 
but that lie operated. I lived under it. I, I literally, the, the words that, were, that I believed, it was a self-fulfilling prophecy. There was a curse operating in my life. So guess what? School was hard. So guess what? College was real difficult. I watched other people and I would study harder. I would do those things. I remember my parents telling me, Stacey, chill out. Like, what do you care? Like, get an A or a B or a C. Who cares? My parents were very different kind of thinking people, okay? <laughs> I don't recommend that for every child, okay? Parenting skills. But they knew this kid. And they were like, chill out. Go have fun. What are you doing? And it's like I couldn't get it. I knew what they were saying, but I couldn't, I couldn't get out from under it. Why? Because a spirit was at work. Do you know the moment I came out of agreement with that lie spoken over my life, from that point forward, out of college, every single job I had, every career position I have had in my life, I have been underqualified for and been promoted every single time. I don't know what it's like to be in a job and not be promoted. Because I came out of agreement with a lie that was operating over my life, all of a sudden I came into agreement with a blessing that started energizing my life. So here's what I want to do tonight. I want everybody to stand up. Because I want, to, I want the rest of this message to position ourselves to receive blessings. But in order to receive blessings, we've got to deal with the curses that have been operating in our life. And so I want you to do this. I just want you to close your eyes. I want you to lift your hands to heaven. It's really fascinating to me that... The one lie, there were many, but one of the lies that I believe was that I was not smart. Do you know that today, my circle of friends, my nickname is Solomina, which is like Solomon. I'm known for wisdom. The gift on my life is wisdom. What was the devil trying to sabotage from a child? The very calling and anointing on my life. And so he comes to us as kids. He comes to us as teenagers. Some of us may have been believing lies from a long, long time ago. Let's go ahead and come out of agreement with whatever lie it is that you believe. Now, in order to do this, we need to have received Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior, into our lives. Because, you know, no self-help book, no telling something to leave, no trying hard in our own strength gets a demonic spirit to leave our life, gets a curse to stop operating but to be broken. The only way to do that is to receive of Jesus Christ and have the Holy Spirit be empowered to then when we say with the faith in the Holy Spirit, we can then break curses off. We can come out of agreement. So I'm going to ask this question tonight and then we're going to pray. Is there anyone in this room that needs to receive Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior? You need to be empowered to be able to pray the prayers that we're about to pray to remove curses from our life. If that is you in this room, could you just give me a wave? Because I'm going to start with that prayer, and then we'll move into breaking the curses. I see that hand. I see that hand. Just give me a wave, because I know I told you all to lift your hands. Okay, yep, I see that hand. Awesome. So amazing. Just give a little room because I want to make sure we all have the opportunity to not have to live with curses over our life. So right now, what we're going to do is this. We're going to pray, and those of you that waved to me, I saw your hands. 
we're going to accept Jesus Christ into our life, and then we are all together, we're going to begin to break off curses off of our life, and I'll, I'll lead you all through that. So because we're a church family, let's pray right now with these new believers that are receiving Jesus Christ and their lives are going to be changed forever and ever. So right now, why don't you repeat after me? I thank you, God, for sending your son, Jesus Christ, to die on a cross, to set me free, to reconcile my eternity. I thank you, Jesus that you resurrected and gave me resurrection life. I receive the Holy Spirit that you sent to me to be my helper. In your name I pray, amen, amen. Let's give a big cheer to heaven. And now I want you to close your eyes, lift your hands to heaven because now we are all empowered. Here's the beautiful thing in church, we learn how, but you can do this anytime something comes to mind or God brings something to the mind that is not of God, but is of the devil or is wicked. And when that comes to mind, you are empowered to break it off. And so what we're gonna do is I'm just gonna ask you to allow, I'm gonna give a little space and time and just allow those words to come to the forefront. What is it that you have believed about yourself that may not be true? What is it? What was said? What have you believed? If you think about anything in your life that has happened more than once, if you think about things that have happened in your life or not happened in your life, could there be a blockage there? And it doesn't mean that everything we're waiting on is, is, is blocked by a demon, but there are moments and times where, where that is the case. So we're gonna just break those things off in the name of Jesus. God, oh God, Lord, I ask right now, Lord, that you would bring to the forefront of our minds, Jesus, all of the things that you do not want us to live with anymore. Lord, I thank you that you have called us, oh God, with purpose and intent, that you delight in each one of us, that we are created in your image and in, our, in your likeness, oh God, and you call us perfect, you call us good, you call us, Father God, your son or your daughter. So Lord, anything, oh God, that is distorting our image, Father, in the way that you designed us. I pray that you would bring that back to memory right now. And you might even begin to just see in your mind's eye a vision or a childhood memory or something that, that, that has been holding you back. And I just want you right now to allow that picture or those words to come to the front of your mind and your heart. And then we're going to just take those things and we're going to release and we're going to break them. We're going to come out of agreement. So would you right now just repeat after me, Jesus, I thank you that you are real and true. I thank you that you are a good God, that you love me and my identity is in you. I right now, in the name of Jesus, through faith, bind and break, come out of agreement with every wicked, demonic spirit that is not of you. I curse those curse words and I remove them from my identity in the name of Jesus. I am a child of God made in your image, God, and in your likeness. And I receive 
who I am through you. In your name I pray. Can I get a big amen? Amen, 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 amen. All right, everybody take a seat. Did we teach you those things so that you can do this in the privacy of your own home? This should not just be a one-off moment in church. Anytime you start to realize there is a cycle, a curse that is in your life or something that you believe that is not true, then do what we just did right here in your own words. It's the authority through the power and the Spirit of God that breaks those things over your life. It's not how loud you say it. It's not the personality that you say it in. It's not frilly words or I need to pray like like she prays, or I need to talk like he talks. No, you need to be you and use the authority of Jesus Christ on the inside of you to break anything that is not of God. Are you with me? Bible says in Isaiah 54, 17, no weapon formed against you shall prosper. And every tongue which rises against you, another version says accuses you, another version says you shall refute in judgment. You shall condemn. Who is, who's refuting? Who's condemning? We are. We have to rise up and say no more to those evil words. You shall condemn. This is the heritage of the servants of the Lord, and their righteousness is from me, says the Lord. Do you know how extraordinary that is? It's extraordinary because that means that we are not doing this in our own strength, in our own identity. We're doing it through faith in Jesus. He's perfect, which is why we are not. And we don't just need to try to make ourselves more perfect. We just need to believe in the Holy Spirit a little bit more. Does that make sense? Okay, okay. Now we're going to get into the blessings. Are you ready? Okay, so I want to talk about blessings, and there's different types of blessings. There's spiritual blessings, uh, there's physical blessings. I recently, as many of you know, went to Hawaii, and I was so pumped to go to Hawaii. Um, I went to the big island. I had never been there before. People had told me all kinds of stories about it, so I was really excited to go. But how this trip came about is a blessing of God. I could not have tried to do this myself. Um, I had about, I think a, a month, about a month ago, a friend of mine prayed over me and she prayed and then she prophesied and she said, oh, I see this totally free trip that's going to come into your life and it's just going to be for fun and joy and God wants to bless you with it. I'm like, thank you, I receive. Position yourself to receive every good word from heaven above. And so I'm like, yeah, awesome. Prophesied a couple other things. I'm waiting on those. Pretty excited about them. And... Okay, literally, um, I had um, just gone to Arizona. Um, I was dealing with some um, family matters there. Um, my grandparents had passed away, and there was a, a lot to be done. There was a lot to it. It was pretty heavy in its, in its season. And my dad and my brother and my sister and everybody had to kind of fly in from all over the place to kind of take care of some things. And I was a part of that and help with that. And um, the, the day that I was coming back to, from, from Phoenix to San Diego, I was in the airport and I'm um, chatting with my sister because we had just seen each other. So naturally you call each other. Very close with my sister. So we, I'm sitting in the airport and I'm just chatting with her. And then over the, the you know, the is it microphone, whatever, speaker, intercom. Thank you, Pastor Mike. The intercom, you know, they start doing the, uh, all of a sudden it was like that 
airplane, that one flight was completely sold out. It was so random. It was like an afternoon on a Friday. Like it wasn't anything crazy. There was no holiday. And all of a sudden, the voice comes on and starts doing the, hey, we'll give you $300 voucher if you will give up your seat. And I kind of let them just kind of go, go. And then I'm chatting with my sister. And she's like, hey, Stacy, you should see if you can do that because we're here for another day. Like maybe you could stay longer and uh, the house that we're staying at is 10 minutes away from the airport. And I'm like, genius. So I'm like, yeah, you're right. So I walk on up there, talk to the lady at the front desk. She tells me, um, oh yeah, um, actually we've upped it to 600. I'm like, awesome. Um, And she said, "Um, well, here's the thing. Would you possibly um, be open to not leaving today but tomorrow? And I'm like, well, what time would that be? She goes, wait, hold on one sec. She leaves. I imagine she's speaking with an angel. She comes back. (laughs) She says, so here's the thing. If you will leave, not today, but tomorrow, we'll double it. We'll give you $1,200 voucher. And then on top of that, we'll pay for your trip here and back that you just went on. Yes and thank you. This is amazing. Literally when that happened, all of a sudden the rumors go out. Like you can like literally see the chatter happening in the airport. Oh my gosh, what did she get? What did she got? 1,200? She got what? All of a sudden they all flood. The lady at the window, I kid you not, goes, that's the only one we needed. Thank you. Blessing, favor. I leave from there. I post on social media, Facebook and Instagram. This is what good things are for on social media, not writing your journal on Facebook and Instagram, but instead posting little sound bites, okay? So I post on there, hey, these are the five places I've never been to that Southwest flies to, because I thought, how cool would that be to go on a trip somewhere I've never been to, um, and I'm not paying for the airfare. So I post the five locations I hadn't been to that Southwest flies to. Send it on out. People are commenting. Cool, cool, cool. A friend of mine that I haven't talked to in a while contacts me and goes, Stacy, I just saw your post. She goes, I noticed the Big Island on Hawaii is on your list. I have a friend that actually um, I really think can get us a free house um, on the Big Island. If you want to take me with you on your vacation, I'll get us the free house. Yes, and thank you. Work it out. So she does. She comes back with the dates. Oh my goodness, they found out that it was you. They know you. They want to bless you, her words. Thank you, Jesus. And so then I tell another friend, she comes. The whole thing works out in a matter of moments. You know when a trip comes together like that, you know, it's Jesus. It's going to be extra fun. And so it all works out. We, um, we, we go. When I, the, as soon as I get with my two friends, my other friend says, oh my goodness, yeah. Um, I, I wanted to tell you too that someone that knows you at another campus wanted me to give this to you for the trip. And it was this really cute Lululemon, you know, bag that would be awesome for, you know, hanging out. And then she said, there's something in it. And I open up this little Lululemon bag and there's a Tiffany necklace. I'm like, what? Like, how does that, what? Like I'm freaking out the blessing of God. How could a person orchestrate all of that blessing? We cannot. There must be a source. There must be a spirit. There must be something at work that would create a series of events to bless my life. Would you like to know how? Glad you asked. Point number two, come into agreement with blessings and favor. 
If we are a Christian, then God has already blessed us. It's already in motion. Ephesians 1.3, all praise to God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us. Somebody say, blessed us. With every spiritual blessing in the heavenly realms because we are united with Christ. What did we do just a minute ago? We made sure everybody was with Christ. If we are with Christ, guess what? A blessing is in motion. Blessings are in motion. How many people have heard of the word Abrahamic blessing or the blessing of Abraham? Okay, Abraham, beginning of the Bible, okay? Story already gets good at the beginning of the Bible. It's awesome. And so people often talk about the Abrahamic blessing, and I want to read you out what the Abrahamic blessing is because we have access to this blessing, and I will show you how. It says in Genesis 12, 1 through 3, Now in Haran, the Lord had said to Abraham, Go away from your country and from your relatives and from your father's house to the land which I will show you. And I will make you a great nation, and I will bless you. Somebody say bless. I will bless you abundantly and make your name great, exalted and distinguished, and you shall be a blessing. Somebody say blessing. A source of great good to others. And I will bless, do good for benefit of for those who bless you, and I will curse, that is subject to my wrath and judgment, the ones who curse you, despises, dishonors, has contempt for you. And in you, all the families, the nations of the earth will be blessed. How many people want those blessings operating in our life? I mean, that's pretty awesome. Says that we will be distinguished. People will notice. People talk about my favor, don't, don't they? There was a little rumor going around in church, because rumors never go around in church, but anyways, only the good ones, because we're a good church like that. And, um, and uh, someone was believing for a miracle, and they texted, um, and I found this out, Pastor Mike shared this with me, and they texted, oh, I'm believing for this really big business deal. I need favor. Like, I need Pastor Stacy favor. Come on, somebody. I want to be known for that. Don't worry, Mike. You can now have access to the, the same favor. It's going to be awesome. <laughs> he receives. Good. Um, so you can be distinguished. Blessings can flow through us to our families, to the people that surround us, to our nation, to America. That's what the Abrahamic blessing is. Okay. Paul talks about this blessing in Galatians. Galatians 3, 13 through 14. Christ purchased our freedom and redeemed us from the curse of the law and its condemnation by becoming a curse for us. Basically saying Jesus died and rose again. And, 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 and so the curse has been broken. And it says, cursed is everyone who hangs crucified on the tree of the cross. So Jesus took every curse upon himself so that now we can exercise the authority to break curses. In order that in Christ Jesus, the blessing of Abraham, we just read what the blessing is, pretty awesome. The blessing of Abraham might also come to the Gentiles so that we would all, somebody say all, we would all receive the realization of the promise of the Holy Spirit through faith. How do we access the Abrahamic blessing? Through faith, through simply believing that Jesus died and rose again, we have access to the blessing of Abraham. The blessing of Abraham that I just read about, being distinguished, giving away all the, you know, the, the blessings to family, the nations, all of those things through faith. And what does it say? All will receive the realization of the promise of the Holy Spirit. How do we have access 
to the blessings that are spiritual and physical. We have access to the blessings through the source of the blessings, through the realization that we have the Holy Spirit on the inside of us. When we receive Father who died, Jesus who, who rose again, or God who sent His Son Jesus to die and rise again, who sent us the Holy Spirit, when we come, the Bible says the Abrahamic blessing through faith comes, the moment we realize, I love that word, the revelation, all of a sudden we realize, oh, I have access to every blessing if I have access to the source of the blessing. The source of the blessing is the Holy Spirit himself. What is the blessings? Blessings, this is, they, um, by definition, speak words over people that add value and honor to their life. These words release God's presence over a person's life. So demonic curses release, right, wicked spirits. It's completely opposite with the blessing. The blessing, we receive the anointing and the presence of God with every word that honors our life. These words relieve God's presence over a person's life, God's favor resting on a person, blessing over people. This brings cycles. So whereas curses bring bad cycles, get ready for the good cycles, okay, you ready? These bring cycles of advantage, success. It adds value to a person's life. It distinguishes us. It makes other people notice the blessing on us and the favor on our lives. How do they notice that we've been spending time with the Holy Spirit? Through physical blessings. What are physical blessings? It's my Hawaii vacation. You can't make that stuff up. When, when you have things orchestrated for your good, when you have a cycle of advantage and success, when you have God himself, your father going, I want to give you a blessing because you're my kid. And we have the realization that he gave us away. We've got the Holy Spirit that's empowering these blessings. We receive, we come into agreement all of a sudden we begin to expect the blessing of God. I expect favor wherever I go. I expect blessing. I do expect the parking spot in the front row. I do expect financial blessing. I do expect that things are gonna look good and not bad. Physical blessings, vacations, house, car, college paid for, new job opportunities, opportunities for success. Those are physical blessings. Now those are, are great. Um, but let's talk about spiritual blessings. Spiritual blessings, I honestly believe, are even better than the external or the physical blessings because physical blessings um, are conditioned upon circumstance, right? Or, or, or not on, on the circumstance. Whereas spiritual blessings come from the inside of us, from the Holy Spirit. Spiritual blessings kind of looks like this. When the world goes mad, you're cheery and bright. Spiritual blessings are things like joy. When everyone around you is depressed. When you're walking through life and people that don't know the source of the blessing, they don't know the Holy Spirit, their eyes have not been opened to the truth or the realization of God in their life, they become depressed, they become oppressed, they're dealing with life, life's happening, life is getting them down. And then you walk into the room filled with the Holy Ghost, just having been to awaken church, and all of a sudden the room gets brighter, all of a sudden the lights turn on because you carry joy. 
spirit. Joy is a very good thing to have in, in, the, in the hour of today. Peace. When people are troubled. People in the world, just like Christians, life happens to us both. Do you know that as a Christian, it's not like Jesus like, remove that roadblock, remove that bad thing, remove that. No, we live in a fallen world. We understand that bad things do happen to good people, but good people have the Holy Spirit on the inside of them that are not waved by any circumstance that may come their way because they have peace that surpasses understanding. They have the blessing of God functioning on the inside of them. What about hope? Hope that no matter what is going on, my outlook is my God will come through. Who or what can be against me if my God is for me? Resilience, that we bounce back when bad things happen. Things happen to us, but we have a resilience about us because we have the spirit of the living God in us. That though we go through the valley of the shadow of death, the valley of the shadow of death is real. Death comes for us. Wickedness comes for us. But we can stand there and go, oh no, I recognize that you are a shadow. I recognize there is fear and there is evil, but guess what? I carry the presence of the Holy Spirit, the source of every good thing from heaven above and on earth. And we walk right through the valley. We come out the other side. Remember, in my story about Hawaii, do you know how all of those things and the prophetic word and all the physical blessings that were, were awesome, how and why that happened? Because the Holy Spirit knows me. And I know the Holy Spirit. And he and I talk. <laughs> And he knows that one of my love languages is traveling. He knows that I love a bit of adventure in my life. He knows that the thing that makes me tick and makes me happy is experiencing other cultures and, and having different experiences. So wouldn't a good God who knows his kid begin to orchestrate some really fun blessings that she could receive, what are the blessings that the Holy Spirit wants to orchestrate for you because he knows you. He designed you, he created you. That moment we come into realization with, oh my God, my creator knows me. And the way that we do that is by getting to know him more and more. And then those blessings are released over our life. Point number three, blessings have a purpose. The Abrahamic blessed said that blessing would flow through the family to the nations. What does that mean? That's that phrase that people use, blessed to be a blessing. That's where it comes from. I am blessed. God has blessed me so much. The physical blessings speak of the Holy Spirit. They are not, I don't, I'm not boasting about the physical uh, uh, gifts and blessings that God has given me. I'm boasting about the Holy Spirit, the source of all of those blessings. Those physical blessings are happening because it's a testimony to the world out there that there is a good God in heaven who loves his kids so much that he wants to bless them. Those physical blessings show off who God is, a good and a loving Father. purpose of blessing is to, a bless, to be a blessing to others. Do people ask you what's different about you? Do people want to know what makes you different? 
Do people want to understand why you have peace in a storm? That's God boasting on your behalf to give room and opportunity for what we receive to give it away to others. I think somehow God knew in His mind's eye that not only would that vacation bless my soul, but it would become an opportunity to speak in front of an audience. I had no idea. Preaching tonight came about like that. I had no idea I was speaking tonight until a few days ago. And, but God did. He orchestrated everything. Why? Blessed to be a blessing to those that we are surrounded with. The last thing I want to leave you with, and uh, this is a freebie, wasn't in the points that I gave production, so you guys just got to jot this down. Number four, experience blessings by getting to know the source of the blessing. I've realized this, and I really thought about this coming into conference, is that no one can duplicate my experience. I can't just have you experience what I experience. You have to experience it for yourself. Remember how I talked about Hawaii and I said people told me about Hawaii. They told me about the waterfalls. They told me about the volcanoes. Told me about snorkeling. They could tell me all day long. I could paint a little picture in my head. I can think about whether that would be awesome or not. But until I go there, till I experience for myself. Can I put it to you? I can talk about the Holy Spirit all day long and I would if I could. But unless you experience and you engage with the Holy Spirit Himself, we're living off of sound bites from someone else's story. Let it be your own. Engage with the Holy Spirit. Engage with the Creator, the God who made you. Allow yourself to get to know Him and Him get to know you and the blessings are, are a byproduct of that God you get to know so personally. When I went to Hawaii and I saw some, <laughs> we did some adventuring and I saw the, um, the waterfalls, which was super fun to kind of hike to and get to and all of that. But I'm not even kidding you, when I got there, I like looked at it, we snapped pictures, I posted them. I was like, oh, so nice, awesome, cool. I was like, they're okay. My other friend was like freaking out. Like, I wanna come back to Hawaii every year. I've never seen anything like this. And I was like, yeah. I mean, I love Hawaii, it was amazing. But here's the thing. I had some prior experiences. See, I grew up in Ecuador. Ecuador has the Amazon jungle. I don't know if you know that. And it has the Andes mountains. So when I saw the waterfall, my expectation, I mean, I thought, I am gonna be surrounded in water. I am gonna dive in. And I'm like, that is a trickle, Hawaii, compared to the experience that I had in Ecuador. How, why is that the case? My experiences set up my expectation. How high and how low is your expectation for conference? How high and how low is your expectation for life? It's dependent and directly correlated to prior experiences. My expectation of the miraculous and what God can do is massive because of the prior experiences I've had with the Holy Spirit, watching the Holy Spirit heal people, see miracles, see things that no human can do or perform that God can. 
preparation for the miraculous. When I saw the volcano, again, I'm like, Hawaii. Literally, when we get to the entrance, and I'm going to end, I promise. Dr. Mike, we get to the entrance, like a historic park or whatever. The girls are like super pumped. And I'm like, they like roll down the window. And I was like, hey, excuse me, excuse me. Yeah, am I going to actually see lava? Because I've been told a lot of things. My expectation's pretty high. And the girl at the front, oh my gosh, she was like, yeah, oh, you're going to see this. You're gonna see this is going to be so extraordinary. And then they're like, you know, you've driven like, you know, 3,000 feet above sea level. I'm like, oh my gosh. I lived at 9,000 above sea level. Like, so then, but she really sold it to me. I'll give her that good, great Hawaii tourist guide person. I don't know. And she was like, yeah, you're going to see it all. And we get there. And again, I'm like, what? There, where's the lava? I was promised. <laughs> And, you know, I'm sure in a first world nation, they like to keep you safe. See, because in Ecuador, it is not a first world nation. Third world nations, I have discovered, are a lot riskier. They don't make you sign your life away. There's no insurance. They're like, you want to touch the lava? <laughs> Personal responsibility. We've got personal responsibility when it comes to our engagement with the Holy Spirit. Oh, our church will create the environment. Our church will create the opportunity. There will be faith. There will be hope. There will be love in our services, in our conferences. But there comes a moment in every person's life where we take personal responsibility to set up our expectation and to meet our God. I'm gonna get everybody to stand up to their feet. Now that you just sat down. Why well, everybody just close your eyes. I can't talk about the Holy Spirit and then not engage with Him. He's so precious, He's so wonderful. I just want you to close your eyes. Just lift your hands to heaven. Let this be a taste of what's yet to come. Let this be the beginning, if you've never experienced, gosh, I was only told about God and Jesus. Who's the Holy Spirit? Lots of churches leave, leaving them out these days. It's okay. Just start to read your Bible. Book of Acts is great. And then right here in this moment, we're gonna ask the Holy Spirit to come. In fact, He's already here. The Bible says where two or more are gathered, He is in our midst. Two or more of us, He's here. He was here when you got here. He was ready to bless you. Just like we heard, he, the blessings are already in motion. Let's engage with the Holy Spirit, the source of all blessing. Holy Spirit, come. Oh, Holy Spirit, we receive of you tonight. You are real and true. You know the whole world, and yet, you know, each one of us, we receive you. We thank you that you are our helper, that you are our comforter, that you are our resource in our time of need. And if you haven't experienced the love, not a conditional love that humans can sometimes put on people, but unconditional love, 
Begin to experience the love of your Savior. Begin to taste and see that He is good. Begin to let go of the old way of thinking, letting the old curses fall where they may and begin to engage with the Spirit of the living God. The Bible says He wants to bless us and in abundance. I thank you, God, that you have blessings in motion for every single one of us, oh God, that you are not a secret to be kept, but that we would we would begin to shout your name and your blessings, oh God, that we would shine for you. Lord, I thank you right now that the blessing of Abraham, I thank you that that blessing is at work on the inside of each and every one of us that are united to you, oh God. So Lord, we thank you right now that we are blessed. We we thank you that our families are blessed. We thank you that every generation that comes from us is blessed. We thank you that our legacy is blessed. We thank you that our household is blessed. We thank you that our finances are blessed. We thank you that our friendships are blessed. We thank you that our relationships are blessed. Oh, we thank you, God, that every good gift from heaven above comes on the inside of us. And Lord, we thank you, God. Lord, that you are at work on the inside of us. Lord, we lift our eyes to the heavens where our hope comes from. Our hope comes from you, oh God. And the areas that we have been disappointed, the areas where grief has tried to consume us. Oh God, we recognize that those feelings are real and true, but we allow you, oh God, to come in and to comfort the wounds, God, to bring, God, your anointing and your salve to every wound, oh God, because you are Holy Spirit, the healer. God, thank you for healing us physically, spiritually, Lord, the things that happen to us, Lord, we receive of you, oh God. Heal us, oh God. Lord, we recognize that you're at work on the inside of us, Father. We thank you, Jesus. We praise you, Father. Let your Holy Spirit come. Let your Holy Spirit come. Flood us with your power, your presence with your anointing from heaven to earth in us. In your name we pray. Amen. 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 Wow. What an amazing word. I hope you enjoyed that as much as I did. Hey, listen, for more information about our church, go to www.awakenchurch.com or subscribe to our YouTube channel if you haven't already, and download our app. It is amazing. It is chock full of incredible messages, information about upcoming events, and you can even support our ministry if you feel so inclined. We loved having you with us today. We look forward to seeing you again. God bless you. Live a life that is transformative. Bye for now.